0: The Tumbling Saber Podcast is powered by our powerful friends. Become a powerful friend for just a couple dollars per month and get exclusive podcasts, early access podcasts, random prize draws, contests, newsletters, and more. Visit patreon.com slash tumblingsaber and become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Welcome back! It's time for episode 134 of the Tumbling Saber Podcast. My name's Kyle. My name's Corey. I'm Michelle. And I'm Carlos. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Woo-hoo>.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Well, congratulations everybody. You made it through another week. Good job. How's everybody doing? Fantastic, baby. All settled in in the new digs? Everybody's moved. All three of you have moved. That's, this has got to be a first. I don't know if I've said that before, but it has to be a, per- a first where three people on the same podcast moved at the same time.
1: You've definitely said it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it, it is still very it's astounding something. to me that that happened.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, for, that's it. Like, this is the first intro I've had since I've been moved in, because last week we had some technical difficulties, and the week before I didn't get a chance. Anyway, like, I'm in my, my new hobbit hole, whatever you want to call it. Eventually, I'm gonna I'm going to have... The listeners helped me name
0: this place, but we called it the 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 loophole or the the loo.
1: The oh. loophole. <laughs> I like that too. Just the loo. The loo. Want to hit the loo? <laughs> you cool. need to be careful that everyone is aware that that's your name, or else people will start going to the bathroom in your hidey hole. Yes. No. <laughs> You're gonna have to leave a porta potty in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, not too too far from the bathroom. <laughs> So everybody um, had good
1: weekends. it no, 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 was good. Just
2: relaxing. Did a lot of stuff around the house.
1: Soup's awesome. hot here, guys. Like, I know people are probably really <laughs> sick and tired of Californians complaining about how freaking hot it is. But it was a hundred degrees all week, y'all. Like at night, I checked like the weather and it was 92 degrees. And I was like, no wonder I'm freaking sweating, like a crazy person. Every time I tried to go throw out my garbage or, like, check my mail, it's like I literally went to go check my mail earlier, like, at 6, and I got back at, like, 6.09, and I was so overheated, I thought I was going to pass out. I had to, like, chug, like, a whole thing of, of water. It was well, that's, not what, that's, cool.
0: That was us a week ago. <sighs> yeah, last week. And it broke. Yeah, the least. heat wave broke officially, I think, on Friday.
2: Yeah, Friday. Yeah.
0: Friday was Beautiful rather cool. And then, mm. um, yeah, the weekend was <laughs> – we were into the like the mid '80s on the weekend, and that was somehow relief. Like on on any other time, we'd be like, "It's too hot."
1: Oh yeah, like I took my dogs <laughs> to the farmers market on Saturday with my mom, and then one of my dogs was like totally chill, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm outside." Because it's been so hot, we haven't been able to take them outside because they're so tiny and then my other dog Halston she was standing on top of one of the because right outside my house they have um a farmer's market every Saturday until two o'clock and so there was this one tent that was kind of pooling on the floor and then Halston was I looked down and then Halston was like all four of her feet were on top of the tent like (laughs) oh yes like this tent is helping my feet and it was so funny and then I took her and I was and then I so I picked her up and I carried her the whole time we were there and everyone was like oh that's so sweet and I'm like dude I'm sweating because this dog is so hot and I feel really guilty (laughs) for bringing her out but then we put her back down for like five seconds and then she gets Pushing, she kept picking each of her her paws up like at one point she had like at any time she would have only two paws on the ground because she kept picking her feet up because it was so hot and I was like I'm sorry I just had to reorganize the things in my bag and then we ran into the I picked her up again and we ran into the pet store and then my dogs pooped on the floor because they were like <laughs> it's cold now we can poop and they were like oh it's okay because <laughs> they know my dogs and it was just super funny because I was like all right so it's super hot out well, at Ooh, least the payoff was worth it. Super excited to go. Any story but that then, ends with a
0: dog pooping on the floor. Yeah, down dog
1: with. poop. On the, and then they were like, it's okay, we'll pick it up. And then they picked up the poop for us. So what they the were hell? super That's awesome. super awesome. Yeah, and then I bought the dogs like these frozen froyo like little cup things like as treats. And then they got to eat those when we got to the house. So yeah, the we good had thing a about, fairly awesome day. <laughs> the,
3: the good thing about heat waves like that is that uh, the dog poop is quite dry because they're dehydrated.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's good. <laughs>
1: Well, I didn't pick it up, so um, I didn't have to. I was like, "Oh no, let me get that," and they're like, "No, no, no, it's okay, we'll get it." And I was like, "All right, cool, thank you."
3: Cool. Yeah, my weekend was awesome. Uh, picked up the kids, had them all, uh, had them all weekend. Actually, I dropped them off at my mom's yesterday, and I had a little uh, uh, tender surprise. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
3: and uh, yeah, so uh, that was pretty good, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, had fun, and uh, then today uh, brought the kids to the Splash Park, and uh, beautiful weather. I almost got heat stroke, and uh, so came back home, and now everybody's sleeping, and uh, it's nice and cool in my place. Loving the new apartment. It's good, good. man.
0: Good news all around everybody. Yeah, I had a similarly good weekend. Nice, beautiful weather. I was in the pool a whole lot. Uh, I think I drank more alcohol this weekend than in the last year combined. It was nice, bro. Oh no, no, not nice. (laughs) Oh man. I woke up feeling like death this morning, which was not good because I had a really busy Sunday. We had people over and I just, I felt like absolute, I felt like garbage. You know, we all know what it feels like to wake up the next, the, the day after and just feel like a bag of hammers. That was me. And it took me every trick in the book to get rid of it and it 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 just it went away like it it didn't gradually go away i was just like hey i'm fine now and i was mint and all morning i was saying i'm done with alcohol like there's no benefit to this what is why do i sit up like watching netflix comedy specials getting liquored up why do i do this i'm never doing it again five minutes after i felt good i started drinking again yeah. Caesar. It, well, I had I, yeah, I had I started my day with two of those. My wife was like, "I got you two of these." I feel like there's a bit of body to this, so you know it might might be like a little bit of a meal in a glass, and it'll it'll kickstart your day again. I added some extra Tabasco to it, and sure enough, I was like good to go. And from then on, it was like back into the beers all day. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Good man. Anyway, it's all good now. No more hangover, or maybe maybe it's still coming. Maybe yeah, at some point halfway through the show it'll it'll set in again.
1: Uh, oh god all right well just delayed
0: um i was supposed to go to comic-con this weekend so i should be in a much more foul mood because i ended up not going
1: oh right you had your comic-con yeah did the dude not show up
0: so you guys remember this right i I talked about this a few weeks ago that i'm gonna wait until the very last minute before i buy because i don't want people to bail
1: Mm -hmm. did they bail
0: they bailed ray park bailed absolutely bailed and it's it was so weird all week long every single day last week I was in front of the computer on the Montreal Comic Con website ready to buy tickets I had the the field filled out all I had to do was like put in my credit card info and and hit send and I'd buy my ticket every single time I got distracted with work or kids or whatever it was and I just didn't complete the process I'm like oh I'll get to it later and that just never happened all the way up until Saturday morning to the point where I was like, I don't even know if I really want to go anymore. To be honest with you, like, it's two hundred dollars that I can't really afford to to drop right now. Like when you factor in ticket and gas and parking, and then who know like an autograph from Ray Park is probably 60, 70 bucks. Julian Glover is probably another fifty. Who knows what and else? And you're gonna I go, ru- yeah, you're gonna go rummaging through those bins. Absolutely. So two hundred bucks, easy that I just I don't have right now. So. I, I come home from my daughter's softball practice, I, and my plan has all worked out in my head. I'm going to come home from her practice, hop in the car, shoot down to Comic-Con, get in line, and just be out of there by noon if I can manage it. So I, I fire up Facebook because I wanted to see if I could find how much Ray Park was charging for an autograph. My right. news, this is – a th- he's a, he was supposed to be a three-day guest, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm checking it out, and I see buried on the Comic-Con page, the official page, Ray Park bailed. He he was he was unable to travel or something, and I'm like, the post was made at 10 a.m. on Saturday. And I'm like, wait a second, guys! Like, he was supposed to be a Friday guest. Why are you posting this on Saturday? Like, this is whoa, whoa, whoa! None He's of this Shooting cool. episode nine. <laughs> well, they didn't. Usually, they'll say work commitments. They they can't make it. This was just unable or to yeah,
1: travel. Yeah, like I've had friends or. People who were double booked who like that's usually a lot of the time when we go to cons and stuff where um, like there are authors or celebrities who are double booked for another like a con or festival and then they end up picking the one that they were um, like supposed to go to first or that works better with like their tour schedule or whatever that's happened before but or it's like a family emergency or like a health thing but like yeah
3: i'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's a health thing i'm pretty sure he had like some type of really like bad red rash all over his body <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i mean it happened the you only it? one Ray time it, <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> right. happened um mm. like that uh, though is like last i think two two years ago there's this thing called where Stoker do i come spa. up with them <laughs> Carlos um, does have
0: George, he, have a heat stroke. <laughs>
1: um George R. R Martin was supposed to read some new stuff at this reading series that um my friends I think uh, uh Lauren and um oh god and um oh god I can't remember his name You're right
3: a now. terrible Save friend. Me,
1: I'm such terrible. a horrible friend. I can remember his Twitter <laughs> handle right now. Um sorry guys um anyway but he was supposed to read and like that was the year they like sold tickets so like a ticket was like 20 to 30 bucks and he was supposed to read like new material at this reading series on the queen mary which is like this cool haunted boat cruise and,
5: ship
3: yeah yeah
1: cruise ship and um he literally like the morning or the night before i think cancelled And my friend had to, like, go and tell every like email everyone and be like, hey, like he pulled out of the reading. But like the thing is, like they were like, if you want like a but we still have other people reading and they're really cool. And they did have people like Patrick Ness and stuff, which was so cool. But um, like people are like demanding a refund and stuff. But the funny thing was, like, he was actually there and he was sitting in the bar where they were doing the reading series, telling stories to other people and um, yeah so George was sitting there the whole time he just pulled out of the reading. it was so weird and so like a lot of my friends and I were like what he's there though like why can't he just read like he's sitting in there drinking telling stories like he could just do that like he doesn't have to read new stuff so we were all like he has new stuff like maybe that's why he didn't pull up he pulled out and he just like didn't want to read anything and um, yeah we were just like really confused because then I didn't I wasn't able to go and then a friend of mine, like, got a photo with her because she was wearing a T-shirt that said, a girl has no president. And he, like, came up to her and was like, I like your shirt. Can I take a picture with you? Nice. <laughs> she was like, yeah. Um, yeah, and I was really upset that I couldn't go because I was at the doctor. But I was just like, that's so weird. Like, that was a weird one because, like, yeah, because he wasn't reading. And, like, I was like, oh, it's okay. And then I couldn't go. So I was like, well, it's not like he's reading. And then he was there the whole time. And I was like, Psh, I should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, whatever. It's all good.
0: Yeah, it's all, it always sucks when people bail. Like I can't stand that. I, I I told the story a bunch of times about when Carrie Fisher bailed, and I, I, but I learned my lesson. That was God. it. Like something. I, this is it. This is me being in tune with the force somehow. It just mm-hmm. didn't let me click purchase. Something yeah. was holding me back, and I didn't do you it. You should and,
1: always listen to that. Ugh. Like always.
0: I can't believe. Like I can't believe that. I mean, I'm I'm happy because I didn't spend the money and and the time. But at the same time, I'm like Jesus Christ, like, wh- why does this keep happening? Yeah. Anyway, what a bummer. And I-, I saw some people in the Facebook group going, "I drove like 400 kilometers, like two- like like 260 miles, just to right, see Ray Park." To see him. And then people were going, "Well, that sucks for you." I'm like, sorry, man, but never go to a con. This is the the pearl of wisdom that comes out of this. Never go to a con for one reason
1: yeah you can't go for just one reason like you have there you have to have at least a few so that because they're not all gonna there's something's gonna happen it's the world it's unpredictable like you need to be at a con where like even if one thing falls through you're still generally gonna have you'll still have to do yeah you'll
0: still have a good time and i just
1: or else you're gonna feel totally crummy
0: yep and i like being at the cons but not this weekend. Like I just wasn't feeling it. So yeah. no Montreal Comic Con for me. I saw the pictures on Facebook. It looked like a wonderful time. But uh, yeah, General Veers was not enough to pull me out of my cave here, away from the pool and into the city. Forget it. Anyway, okay. so that's done. We'll reload and try again next year. But uh, before we get into the news, I want to offer my congrats again to Neil Lowry, the, the guy who carries fandom on his back. For the Ray figure. It is now in the mail, and he should hopefully have that very, very soon. And uh, oh, again, yeah. a thank you to Neil for upping his Patreon support, which which is always supremely Thank you, supremely Neil. Supremely uh, appreciated. Neil, thank you very much, sir. Yeah, that's awesome. And also, we hit a milestone this, this week, guys. We hit that magical 30 patron mark, which I'm really happy about. Woo-hoo! And that's thanks to Mr. Mark Godsif. We all know who Mark. Thank you, Mark. And also to Adam Sheldon, who became oh, yeah. a powerful friend this week. So thank you both so so much, and getting us to that magical thirty friend mark. That that means it's not, it's so nice seeing that now on the Patreon front page. That that's a first milestone hit. So thank you to you guys and to everybody, including including you three here on the pod. Thanks to all of you guys for uh, helping get us there. Powerful friends. <laughs> yeah, the brick by brick, the community grows, and it's it's nice to see.
1: I feel like someone needs to make a powerful friends theme song.
0: I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <way.
3: laughs> we but need like, but, but like Gem and the holograms
1: cheesy.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, I was just I, saying like 80 sitcom cheesy. Like I definitely heard a lot of keyboard in my head.
1: Like yeah. Glow One season two, they did this whole opening title sequence. It's hilarious. <laughs> but even there are like the old, like, cause that's based on a true story, like the original wrestling show. There's a documentary on Netflix about it, but like the the weird, like, um, white girl rap is so funny.
0: Oh boy. Let's not get into that.
1: So, anyway, <laughs> we need a good theme song, like Gem and the Holograms. I'm good with that. that Someone listen to powerful friends. We know a lot of people. They should help us. <laughs> yes, help us more than you do already. <laughs> more than you do already. Well, I mean, if we get a theme song, we'll play it. So yeah, for sure, like, you know, it's your chance to be part of the pod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys, I got a, I got a rant on deck here.
5: OK,
4: Uh-oh.
0: yeah, it yeah. well, it's not a rant. I'm sorry. It's not a rant. I'm trying to be somewhat rational about this. But you guys will recall a couple <laughs> weeks ago when things were really nasty in fandom. And uh, I voiced my concern that the worst thing that comes out of this is that top talent decides, you know what? I'm not going to touch Star Wars. Like I did mention that on the pod, right?
5: Uh-huh. Yes.
0: Okay. It's starting to happen. Like I don't know if anybody, if it resonated with anybody listening at the time, as in like, yeah, well, we'll deal with that when it happens. Like, well, or maybe this never will happen. Someone, anybody, will jump at the chance at, at doing Star Wars, regardless. But it's it, we're starting to see this now. So Chris McQuarrie, who's a writer and director, he's got Mission Impossible coming later this this summer, I think. Um. Yeah. Again, this this is what I was talking about a few weeks back. Um, you know, I, I made the comparison of pro athletes avoiding these high pressure markets, and I, would, I was afraid that the same would start happening in Star Wars, and that would be really awful. So on, on June 29th, uh, this, so this is you know a, a couple weeks ago now, Ryan Johnson was being nagged yet again on Twitter, and Chris McQuarrie replies to him on Twitter saying, "My friend, after five minutes of this, I don't know why you're still on Twitter." And then he, oh,
1: I remember that tweet.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I saw that. <laughs> And then he said, he said, I would have loved to make a star, make a Star Wars film someday. I'm cured, which is depressing. Like, damn it. I I don't know his work super well, but I got to imagine he's a pretty capable guy. And to see someone like like punch out, I'm done. Like, don't even talk to me about this. This is ridiculous. But then someone has said, well, what about a superhero movie? Do you want to do that? And he said, nah, after tonight, I think I'm good. And it's pretty, that's pretty bad to state that publicly. Like the internet never forgets, and if or when he ever does get to do a Star Wars or a superhero movie, like he's now he's already starting from a position of weakness because the trolls will throw that back in his face. People have screen capped this, no doubt, and they'll they'll throw it. And say, "Hey, you never you said you were never going to do this." They'll they'll just get on his case right away. And yeah,
1: he, but he, also like like. But how, how, like, but coming from a place where it's like, has anyone ever, like, offered you a superhero movie or Star Wars, though? Like, I, I feel like it's very, it's a huge move to, like, I get, I get what, where he's coming from. But it's also, like, a huge move to be like, I never want to do that. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like it's, it's, it's a, just it's a, a lot. Big,
0: it's a, yeah, so what happens if, if it's tomorrow Lucasfilm goes, hey, listen, we want it, I know we, you tweeted that you don't want to do it, but we actually wanted to talk to you. I'm sure he would probably listen.
6: I don't, oh, yeah, I don't think no. he'd flat
0: out say, no, 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 I saw what goes on. I'm don't even I'm I'm just not going to I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out now
2: out of courtesy, though, as well. Like, it's not like you would do something like that, but it's I don't know. Of- like, he, he seemed pretty convinced to me that he, this is not something that he really wants to be involved in or he doesn't need that kind of like crap in his life, you know, because no, exactly. he need that toxicity. But the
1: fact that he said it on 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 social media though, like cons- if he had any sort of if anyone was even sniffing around him to be part of this like universe to work for Disney, like he wouldn't have said anything cuz you don't piss Disney off like if you're trying to work for them. So I I mean I I doubt like I don't think he would have been able to say anything if he was like in, on a list.
0: Yeah. Like I don't, sort, I, like, I would imagine I mean? you're right, Michelle. Like there's like, no, there's no iron in the fire for him.
1: Yeah. At exactly. Moment. And like, well, and yeah, by him being like, well, I don't want to be a part of it now. Like there's no way that Disney, like, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> like,
2: I don't know. It, defi- it definitely happen. doesn't bode well for his future in that regard. Like, I don't think he'll ever do it and renege on what he had said just for the backlash that Kyle had mentioned. But I mean, I would have to think that his name is kind of in the hat anyway. Like, if these people in boardrooms are tossing names around like doing movie like Mission Impossible those are big budget movies
1: yeah but look
2: look at uh, what's his name but but not every
1: big budget movie person is talented and not every big budget (laughs) movie person is going to no I I can't agree with you more like I'm not really in that sort of way I'm just saying like if he if his name was in any way involved in Star Wars like those contracts are I there are just like you would never even try to screw that up. Like, you wouldn't. They were, they were, they're, they're not allowed to say anything at all. Like, at all, period. Not even if they're even like whiffing anything. Like, anytime anything Star Wars is announced has to be pro- like approved by Disney and Star Wars and anything. Like, like, even the stars are like terrified to like say anything. So I just don't see like, like, if he, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but like, and and also the sense of like if if he if they ever did offer him like Star Wars and they're like throwing like hey this is how much money we're going to pay you like even if you do do big budget films like it's just considering like all of that like it's just I don't know if like you can still be like well I don't know
2: who knows uh, I, I think at this point he, he just got his name crossed off the list
1: yeah well
2: I okay, mean the so only thing bearing all is that is in make mind sure that
1: he would never get like asked to do it. <laughs>
0: bearing that in mind then so somebody whose name apparently is on the list like this is where it gets worse uh, on July 5th so just a few days ago James Mangold chimed in via tweet oh, right. so he said he had a, he had a few tweets and he the first one was at the point when writing and directing big franchises has become the emotionally loaded equivalent of writing a new chapter of the bible with the probable danger of being stoned and called a blasphemer then a lot of bolder minds are going to leave these films to hacks and corporate boards which is a longer and more eloquent way of saying the thing He's the out. very thing that I feared that good talent is just not going to come by at all. This is this is terrible. This, this I is, feel this like is the, bad.
1: I agree. I feel like the James Mangold one is a little bit more earned in terms of his point of view because it, he was supposed to be or rumored to be working on a film that got held basically you know so like I don't the reasoning behind why Disney held is you know still up for discussion are they holding for more marketing are they holding because of the backlash who knows but one of his the movie that his name was attached to is one of the movies that called held so I would understand why like if he had been working really hard on it and then they were like sorry like backlash like or like drama behind the scenes or Disney stuff like gotta put you on hold we're not sure if we're gonna make it anymore then i would be kind of annoyed too like if i had worked that hard on yeah, something for sure i but feel anyway, like his like... is a lot more warranted
0: but you, you got to imagine that he's been seeing this gong show he's on oh, social yeah. media so he sees it he knows it and like thinking about he, you know, he's thinking about this boba fett film that maybe is gonna happen maybe not and he's he's lined up for it like does he really want this garbage in his life maybe he's really thinking about that now but either way it marks twice. Yeah, that in the Bible same... quote was perfect. Well, he not, yeah. well, he didn't ma- mention Star Wars. He's talking about Star Wars. Oh of yeah, of course he is. So this, we it's, all know it's, that. It's, yeah, it's the it's twice in the same week or thereabouts, where a household name hints that maybe people are going to start avoiding coming to Star Wars, which again, it's it's that's a, that's a terrifying thought. And interestingly, Chris McCory was the first to reply to him, saying, "Amen." Like, yeah, if you're like, it might be easy to dismiss all this by saying there's plenty of top talent out there and someone will always jump at the chance. But that's not the point. Like, you want... Yeah, it's not. You want the te- the best talent. You want to be able to get those people. And for them to not even want to participate, like, to have the the herd thinned out before you even get a chance to speak to some of these people, like, this is a terrible sign. And I have no clue what to do about it or what Lucasfilm is going to do about it or should they do anything about it. But, like you know, like Luke said in The Last Jedi, like... It, it it didn't scare me enough before it does now. Like, that, that should be what fans are thinking right now. This should be scary to all of us fans. And it should be scary to Lucasfilm, where they're going... Like, the byproduct of this is people maybe don't want to work with us. That is terrible, people.
1: So how do you think you... Well, I don't know if this is going to be a good posit, but, like, how can we fix it, though? Like, I mean, on a grander scale it's tough. Like we are slowly, all of us, you know, trying to be super positive and all of us and all the people in our pods and, you know, in our network. And we have people, amazing people like Neil, who are super positive and are trying to see the best in everything. But, you know, we're not the people that, you know, these people are talking about. The other people, like, how do we even attack? I mean, we talk about every week, but it's just like, how do we help the grander scheme of
0: you know i mean, all, all can—I think all we can do as fans is just be more positive and and you know like people who are unhappy are more likely to really talk about how unhappy they are yeah they'll they'll bitch and scream for apparently for months on end whereas people who are happy will just go on with their life and just move on to the next thing that makes them happy i think like when you look at a post well, on like uh, on instagram post from star wars or a facebook post that they do it'll get like 50,000 likes. And then there's a couple hundred comments, many of them just filled with bile. Like it's, if some of those people who click like, who I presume are, hey, cool. I like this. I'll, I love Star Wars. I just click like and I keep moving. I don't want to participate in that garbage. I think if more people took the time to post something positive, I think you drown out start drowning out the negative.
1: I agree. I think engagement is very important, especially in social media. Like, even in Instagram, like we talk about engagement is something that's really important. And that's just, that's not just like liking things. It's commenting on other people, engaging with people on the platform and the new, the new thing that they did, which isn't great. I don't like they haven't fixed it yet. And a lot of us want them to, is that depending on how many like comments, um, you get like certain likes or whatever, like they kind of don't organize them chronologically anymore they organize them by like boost so it's like the ones that are boosted yeah are upvoted kind of kind of like reddit but not as like clear in terms of like the upvoting um so like that is part of instagram culture now so like you know since it's hard because with instagram and like twitter you know the troll thing is tough but like at least with with instagram you can move those comments up depending on you know um, how much like you agree with them or how much people are commenting in the thread like yeah, replying and it'll, stuff. it'll present
0: you with like when you open up a thread it'll give you some of the
1: exactly yeah. it gives you some options of people you follow or people are famous or good comments so like always engage it. like if you find a positive comment or something that you think is something you agree with or it just like add on and like talk make friends with people who are positive and that's how you kind of start building your tribe out so I think it is important to do that and I mean, people sure. are going to be negative always, but I drown mean, it's not out. even just, just drown happy people. It's also just like being able to understand like certain things are just not your business. Like, yeah. you know, like it's just, you need to let it go. <laughs> like, it's not—is this really going to affect your life in any certain like well this, way? These people can't—they can't—they
0: can't get their—they can't get their heads out of that. They, they're yeah, they this can. is the most this is the worst thing that's ever happened ever in the world, and they're they're not going to let you forget. Damn it! So. Yeah, I think that's that's part of it. As fans, we just, we got to drown it out. It's, I you know, don't engage. You don't have to engage. We talked about that a few weeks ago, but... report. Re- you can report, but also like post something positive. Don't just hit the yeah. little like button. Just actually engage with the creators and say, I love this. You guys are doing fantastic yes. work. And eventually maybe some of those 50,000 likes turn into 20,000 comments of positivity versus the yeah. couple hundred mean-spirited, nasty ones. And I think that's that's how we... As fans can really help this. Yeah, anyway, I don't want. to get stuck in this yeah, for too no, long. I want to. I want to get into the news. Yeah, moving
2: on, man. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. Let's move on. Yeah, let's
0: move on. All right, so we got uh, we got some exciting Star Wars speculating to do here, guys. We got a first <laughs> look at the cast of Star Wars Resistance, which we know now know is dropping sometime in October on Disney XD, and we got some a grainy image of some of some. Of the good guys and some of the bad guys. So Corey. Yeah, we did. What did What did you like? What did you not like? Give us the, Give us your overall thoughts of the first look of resistance. Uh,
2: it's like you said, it's a very grainy image. So there's really, I strained hard to see anything like from what I saw, the characters on the good guy side, totally cool. Uh, if this shows anywhere, if it's half as good as rebels, <clears throat> I'm going to be a hundred percent on board. So, again, the, the image is super hard to see, but uh, for starters, I want to talk about that ship on the good guy's side. Oh, and that almost, looks so good. Oh, it look like an old warplane, like, circa mm-hmm. the 1940s World War II style. Like, there's something about it that just, it was a lot different than, like, the emblem for Resistance. So, I don't know, there's something about it that looks, like, so beaterish and, like, almost going back in time again. But it looks, I don't know, it looks Pretty awesome. Uh, again, it's hard to see the characters, but it looks like a diverse group. I mean, we saw BB-8,
0: main oh. characters at the fore.
1: Poe's there.
0: Poe's in there. Yeah. Poe's yeah, in the eh? back.
1: Yeah, nice. he's right. He's right in the back.
0: Animated Poe, there he is.
1: Animated Poe.
0: So excited.
6: Uh, Carlos, the, that must and, have made the... you
0: happy. Is that is that Carlos's like Tinder surprise? He got he got a little visit from from animated Poe. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm going to wait till we start seeing like official pictures and stuff before I get like super duper excited. But, uh, I, I just, I like the fact that this thing is, is going to be dropping by the end of this year. And yeah, man, like give us more stuff.
0: More. Yeah. We need, well, some... we need it... something new, right?
2: Official. Uh, on give the villain side, is, is that Phasma front and center? Yep. It is, eh? Yep. And and how about that yeah, red that that red trooper that they Canadian said that the exclusive? The red
1: one is they think is someone it's cardinal. Named cardinal. Cardinal? Yeah, it's cardinal yeah, they from they the think Phasma novel. It's yeah,
0: and that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, I haven't read the Phasma yeah, novel, but I've read that, up on the character so. and pretty cool stuff. If he's getting involved, I, yes. I like that.
1: It's cardinal. That would be super cool.
0: Now above cardinal and to the I guess to the right of Phasma is is that just the way they colored it, or is that like a white Tie Fighter? I don't know if any of you guys are looking at the image as I talk about Oh, this, I'm but... looking
1: at the image right now, yeah. I'm trying to find a better image that's closer up that I found. I'm looking at some images, uh, but it's not But yeah, it looks, like a, it looks like a black TIE fighter. I'm going to send... Wait, give me a second. Let me share this
0: photo with you guys. Anyway, it looks, it looks pretty cool. I'm pretty happy with this tiny little glimpse. It's it's nothing yet, substantial, but uh, it looks looks promising. I like the look of it. Um,
2: that, I, that's what's interesting, like... Like the look of it, like the the animation of it all is something that Star Wars isn't really done before or like Lucasfilm hasn't really done before. So I'm really anxious to see what they do with that animation style and how, I don't know, which which route they take it down. Is it going to be more like manga almost or like I'm just I'm just really curious to see how the speed is going to play off because we've gotten the idea that it's going to be a lot of like flying ships and stuff, which is super cool. So I think that's going to be a big part of the animation. And I, th- I hope it's spot on. I hope they nail it.
0: Well, I, I wonder, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump back onto Phasma here for a second. We spoke about her with, with Elaine and Michelle on, on uh, Journals oh, of the Willing yes. last week. But just to expand on that just a tiny bit. It's, it's again, no, no secret that I think Phasma is a really flat character in the movies, at least. But here's another opportunity to redeem that character.
1: Yes, like, please.
0: Yeah, I mean. Again, people most people just watch the movies and move on with their life, but for us for a lot of us hardcores who watch everything, this is a great chance to make Phasma actually mean something. So if she's gonna be the lead baddie in this show, and it looks like, I mean, based on one sneak image, it looks that way. Make her cool. Make her like ruthless and, and tough. All that stuff that we've been led to believe she is, put it in this show. Give it yeah, a it believable.
1: It doesn't look like that. The one thing I will say is that it doesn't look like there are. Are there any girls on the other side? I can't tell. It's like super grainy. On but
0: the, I don't uh, know. It looks very it like,
1: male dominated. It does. Me. It does. Because like I can, really I, even if I can't see their faces, like even their uniforms, it just I don't know if one of there's a robot behind like a droid or a robot behind. Yeah. P8. It's and so hard to see there's what it is. One almost... alien in the back.
2: That's a Rodian. Looks like.
1: Oh, yeah. Rodian. Is it? Rodian? Yeah. It looks know. like it to me. It looks like it could it. be.
0: I wonder if that's the the uh, the Jim Rash character. I don't know. The,
1: the, the, I, it, it, looks it looks
3: like, like a Jim Rash character. It looks like Winston Zeddemore is right next to Greedle there back there.
2: True. It looks like he's got the goggles on his head yeah. with the beige suit. Exactly what it
3: looks like.
0: Yeah. Anyway, cool stuff there. I'm looking forward to Resistance, of course. Um, and again, we got more actor names. Via you, you know, when they first announced this Bobby Moynihan's in there and all this other stuff, yeah, yeah there's a, a good
2: who this, uh, the what's his name?
0: The guy from
2: Scrubs.
1: Oh, uh, Donald um Donald
0: Faison? Faison. Donald Faison? Yeah, Faison, yeah. From
1: uh Clueless.
0: It's a it yeah. seems like a good good talented funny cast. So humor is definitely going to be a part of the show. They've got a lot of comedic actors in there, so mm, get ready I, for some uh, some comedy.
3: Yeah, and I don't think that's a white tie fighter. They're just
0: yeah, it's probably just the way the it's circles colored,
3: black. right?
0: Black. Yeah, it's the way
2: it's called Again, just before we leave the subject, there, I want—I just want to say, like, meeting the characters is another thing I'm huge, like, I'm really excited for, and make them making us care about those characters, like the way they made us care about the the rebels' crew or the ghost crew. You know, my other kind of thing is, will there, will they sneak an Ezra or Kanan type character into the show, or is it purely <laughs> going to be about? not necessarily them per se but like a force user is this show gonna have anything to do the force with the force or is it purely just resistance and war time kind of and stuff like that yeah
0: yeah well Dave Filoni has always carried forward I mean there's not a, he hasn't done 25 different shows he's done two but he's he carried forward Clone War stuff into Rebels I got to imagine he will carry Rebels and Clone War stuff into Resistance oh get this ezra
2: sabine and ahsoka are like the founders or the foundation of the resistance
0: uh no we already have that story it's leia <laughs> yeah well somehow i mean no we have it can, in detail can... it's uh, there's
2: no uh, ezra the <laughs> loophole it oh stop It'd be cool if if ahsoka had if they had some kind of roots at the genesis I mean look at it from an enfys nest perspective kind of you know
0: yeah well you can't, you can't rule any of that out like the, he could bring these characters back into this um i mean the, the first order came from this unknown region of space right, and we can i don't know if, if we know if Ezra's out there, but maybe when they go spying on the first order out in this wild sector of space. Maybe they bump into Ezra or Sabine or Ahsoka. Maybe they maybe they well, no, they did no, they didn't come back, did they? Ezra and uh, Sabine and Ahsoka went out for Ezra and they never came back yet. We know of. So maybe they go out there, maybe they run into these people. That would be cool.
2: Maybe they they report to Leia that there is resistance or a a first order growing in the unknown regions. Like they bring that report to Leia and Leia's like, we gotta hack now and talks to like, the Senate and stuff. And they're like, Mary you're crazy old lady. Meh, Vader's daughter. Meh.
0: Well, Leia, Leia was remind, like trying to rally that call. Like, she yeah, was, I remember. In Bloodline, she was saying, guys, there are bad people doing bad things, and we need to get ready for them. And they're like, bah, get out of here. They call that's her it. a what warmonger. That's so... it. Like,
2: in from that regard, what if it's Sabine and Ahsoka, like, like who get that that preliminary information out there, you know?
0: I guess it's They could somehow sure get that together but from my understanding and any, anybody listening can correct me if i'm wrong but I, I think leia came to these conclusions on her own with with people she would ar- was already working with like poe and you know uh, what's what's i can't remember the cast Corey, i, know, I want my bloodline book back
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's in here it's in one of these boxes
0: oh well, yeah, i'm sure it is oh um, i got i gotta i got something uh, Gre- you, just uh, a little uh, real greer sonnel but the girl with bloodburn yeah, that was her name. Anyway, let's not – we don't – okay, you had, a, you had a tangent, Corey?
2: Yeah, a quick tangent. I uh, just want to let you, Michelle, Carlos, and everybody listening that uh, from a certain point of
0: view is uh, in the mail. <laughs> what? What? Wow. Only what? Amazing. Literally nine months late. Yeah, fully incubated. Full term. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Nine months later. Wow. You could have grown a baby. Speaking uh, of incubating, you could have grown a full human. That's that's where I was going with that. You
1: need 10 months for the baby, though. (laughs) That's true. It's actually 10.
0: It is actually 10.
1: Wow. Says the one person who doesn't have one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, where's the book off to, Corey? That's a surprise, Kyle. Oh, okay. It's going
2: to end up where it ends up, and we'll all find out shortly.
3: Who lives closest to Quarry so that the, the postage was cheapest? You. <laughs> well,
0: at least I get it. <laughs> at least I get it. No, actually, that, w- that would be James. James would be closest. Is, oh, you- it's taking
2: a much, a much further trip.
0: Okay, fair enough. We'll find out soon enough. All right, moving on. Anything else on resistance? I think that was good.
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm stoked to see how they're going to take this. And again... I just really want them to make us care a lot. I hope I'm just not like, man, on well, this. Well, I'm cause... sure that was like
0: high on their priority list. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, you know, <laughs> they, they're they batting, they're They've... batting
2: a thousand right now in the animation department. So I just hope that streak continues.
0: It will. Dave Filoni knows what he's doing. I have no doubt this will be as, as much fun as the as the other shows. True that. But moving on, uh, MSW with a cool report. Um, episode nine is filming at Cardington Sheds, which, um, which, as they they mentioned, was a place where they shot Yavin what Four, what? the rebel base on Yavin Four, for Rogue One. So, of course, fans doing what we do, are we going back to Yavin Four for Episode Nine? It's like sh- here's the question for the show, Carlos: <sighs> Should we be going back here?
3: No, hey. no, <laughs> no. Hey, Michelle
1: no <laughs> sorry yeah. oh my god it went down the wrong way breathe michelle no breathe. i meant i meant to say i mean just because they're filming there doesn't mean that they're using the same sets exactly well, no, they tear
3: down the sets when they're done <clears throat> it's been over for
1: two years yeah and they've turned it down so they're just, down, using, the so they're just yeah. using the same hangar space like they're going to build something be,
0: completely yeah, new. Likely that's what it is, right? They're building something different. I mean, there's, there's sometimes they know in advance, oh, we're going to need this set again in two years, so they don't destroy it. They can break it down <coughs> and put it away and rebuild it.
1: Yeah, like Harry Potter and Pinewood. Like the whole time they were filming that, there they had a lot of those sets up, and then once they were done, they like broke some down and then transferred it to like the WB London studio tour and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're doing like an eight year, nine year planned like back to back filming, like there's really no point in having a, you know, especially because Rogue One isn't part of the like the the saga. It's an offshoot. So like even though technically it's in the timeline, like. It's so behind what we're doing for episode nine that it just doesn't make sense to, like, be on the same set. I mean, they might, but, they like, might. Yeah, I highly doubt. Yeah,
0: I mean, we have no idea, but, Corey, <laughs> preliminary thought? Well, for sticking to that
2: thing, like, 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 to speculate that it is indeed Yavin, like, I'm on the same page as you guys, like, it's a, it's a studio, they can do whatever they want, but we don't know if they necessarily destroyed the... A lot of the time they were like we learned in the last Jedi the the extra scenes. they were just smashing stuff up like canto bite. what a waste. it was just like destroyed right after. But maybe they did keep indeed keep the, the stuff for this uh, the Yavin 4 set. And if you think about it, like we've been removed from all our, our characters that we know and love from the past, like Akbar's gone, Leia has gone, Luke's gone, Han's gone the only one they can bring back into the fray is really Lando. And if you think about characters like the Falcon or perhaps even planets, like this one is quite a familiar one. And I have to say, I'm super enchanted with Yavin 4. I love it. I love what they did with it in Rebels. Uh, I think there's something beautiful and important about the planet. So if, as a character itself, it's it, I think it's kind of okay. It keeps us in that, a bit of a familiar timeline. I get that pl- galaxy is a big place and all that, but you know, maybe they are like the article kind of suggested. It's the first thing that came to my head. Maybe it's kind of been forgotten in time. Maybe this, maybe it's in an out of the way kind of quadrant of the galaxy where people aren't using their hyperspace lanes and stuff. And it kind of again fell, fell under the jungle and like got swallowed up by the lush, like uh, foliage. You know, like, and it could be used possibly as a temporary base. And maybe there is equipment left behind that. Uh, well, yeah. If there, was, can... if
0: there was stuff left behind on crate, there's certainly stuff I'm sure left on Yavin Four. That
2: yeah, makes sense, and and not only if, if you want to go a step deeper, I personally would like to see it more go toward like uh, the Kylo Ray 4 storyline of things. Like, first of all, like the environment there, I think would be so awesome for for like that kind of battle. You know, like it would be so opposite of. Uh, the Force Awakens, right? And Star Killer Base,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and just think back, like these temples that are there, like possibly, maybe there's there's something missed there, and it's not a, it's not chance, you know, like, and this is like some there's some kind of possible ancient wisdom left behind.
0: Well, the, yeah, like, the Massassi live there, right?
2: That's it, and he, and that's what Luke's built his temple for the Jedi on another Massassi uh, ground, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. So maybe there is some kind of knowledge that Rey's looking for, that they're both looking for, and it brings them back there. I think that would be a really interesting way to look at it.
0: And not for nothing, but Poe is from Yavin 4. That is his home <gasps> planet. Oh! He's strong in the Force. And uh, Shattered Very Empire, strong. they Luke planted the Force tree there. So, oh my god, you're right. But, I, I mean, I'm okay with them going back to Yavin 4 in a vacuum. Like, if that's... Uh, it, like I'm, I'm getting a bit worried that they're starting to turn episode nine, or we are. I think this is what we're doing, as fans. Like we're turning episode nine into a some kind of rollicking trip down memory lane. Like Lando's back. Maybe let's bring back Obi Wan too. Hey, let's go visit Yavin Four. Like I don't know that we really need to dust off all this vintage stuff for this movie. Like let's. I disagree in the in the Lando sense. Like think about it from
2: his responsibility and of Ben in a way where. Now we know that Leia's gonna be gone. Han's gone. He killed his best friend.
0: Well, I'm sure Plus, yeah, I'm, that's, what, but I'm I don't know that they need to keep. Let's let's pull out another thing and another thing from the past. Like, no, you you just push the the new story. So let's stop leaning on this old stuff, please. If you if you're gonna do it, be very selective with it. This does not need to be a trip down memory lane.
2: I think Lando's called for, especially with Akbar gone again and all those reasons I just mentioned. I think it makes sense for yeah, him yeah, for to be. Sure.
0: But that's why I said, like in a vacuum, like va- Lando, cool, and you having Four, okay, cool. Obi Wan, yeah, I love Obi Wan. But when you start adding all these things up, it's like, what is this? A greatest hits? What are we, what are we doing here? No, they're wrapping it up. Yeah, wrap up the people. Anyway, I don't want to. I'm not going to rage on this, but. Like, but also, like, you've got to think the base on Yavin 4 would be well-known to the First Order, right? Like, the Empire knew about it. We see in, in the Afrocomic that the Empire was there. Like, i I got to think that First Order has intel on in this place. Where are places that the Resistance could go? Hey, how about that... They, You know, they went to Crate. They went to this old base of theirs. What other old bases do we know about? Yavin, let's mark it. Let's keep an eye out for them there.
2: Like, no, I, I think, like things seem to to get lost easily through, like, lost in translation kind of in the galaxy. Like, the galaxy is such a huge place that I think transmitting information, like, I guess it could be easier, but I think we're led to believe that the things, many things are not passed down as they should be. Like, look at Acto, or Act 2, like, still don't know why it was so hard to find as a planet.
0: Well, that's, yes, that's true, but that was lost for a long time. This would be, like, a couple decades and suddenly yavan four has been lost like that's it's it's a major thing it's a, a scene of the galactic civil war battle what about geonosis everybody knows
2: about geonosis yeah but like that too like no one just totally went unnoticed like no one said a word until that map was brought up and a planet had gotten erased and like what's going on al- now we also
0: know the first order has all of the empire's intel they know about this. Like, it would be really silly. Like, it would be Spaceballs-level dumb of the First Order if they were like, where, where Not does, setting up existence? traps. Where is that? Where'd they go? And, they, sir, they're on Yavin 4. Oh, of course they're on Yavin 4. Like, I can totally see Colonel Sanders and President Scrooge. Like, oh, yeah, that's where they went, of course. Like, why didn't right we know Right where that? it all began. Like, it's that. that would be really dumb to me. And, and it it, also like, I, I also don't want JJ handling episode nine from the standpoint of having to please all the haters by giving them all these little OT treats, like dogs out of a, you know, like little dog treats. Here you go. Here you go. Like that. That's pandering. A lot of words like pandering is being used a lot now in terms of like, we got to you, you get more diversity on screen. Well, it's pandering, man. No, this is pandering by dusting off all these old guys, all these old locations, put them in there. Let's get them all in there. That's pandering. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Look it up. <laughs> um. Okay. So you got, I think, I think we're kind of, where are we on, on Yavin four? I'm out. Okay Carlos is it. definitely a no. I'm, I'm a no. I'd rather just see somewhere new. Michelle, I think that's kind of where
1: you're sitting. Yeah. I'm a no. I am from these places are being used to make new sets yep team
0: I totally agree Corey
2: you're, you're up in the air are you in- well I don't think it's again I don't think it's for Yavin but if they did put Yavin in the film I'd be okay with it fair enough alright where do you guys stand on like
3: Stevia like replacing uh brown sugar on Churros what
2: please Carlos <laughs> uh, please I don't
3: know Carlos, <laughs> I had a craving. I just had a craving for churros, and uh, like I can't have all that sugar. It's just nasty. So go I don't go, know. go
0: easy on the stevia. Like if you use too much, it starts to get like almost like this granular, powdery bitter taste. Go go light with the stevia. Yeah,
3: no, I, I use the stevia to make my iced tea. Like I make a nice iced tea, uh, homemade, and uh, yeah, just uh, two little packets is uh, is good enough for uh, oh jeez for. Uh, couple of quarts.
0: yeah yeah for sure steve it goes yeah. a long way
3: yeah yeah all right cool just that's what i was wondering
0: <laughs> are you having are you thinking about churros right now
3: Fuzz, i'm not even joking seriously i just
0: <laughs> okay. i
3: haven't had churros like, haven't are
0: worth thinking about i will say that
3: i haven't had a dessert uh in close to over three months over mm-hmm. three
0: months. wow God. except yeah. except for like tinder surprises
3: yeah, well, you know, you got oh. you got to check to see what's inside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Come on, laugh, people. It's funny. Brie <laughs> Larson finished filming Captain Marvel today. For not talking about Star Wars, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm super excited for the movie. All right.
0: Okay, back on track. Here we go. Uh, lastly, up here to so we can spec. We'll throw some more cold water on some speculation. Carrie Russell apparently according to variety has been cast in episode nine which I've, I'm okay I, I mean makes sense another, another like James said in the Facebook group makes sense another another white brunette that's par for the course in Star Wars yeah but for the love of for the love of the maker can we please not do the whole marriage aid thing? like why on earth would you write in Luke's wife now? You know, force, we is she
1: looks like uh, like no, half, no, no. we that's we don't know who we don't she's know, playing, yet, right? But we've
0: all gone like fandom has just gone whoop, right to marriage.
1: Yeah, Jane. they're going crazy.
0: That
2: the one thing I will say about Carrie
1: Russell, though, it's the hair. The one thing I will say about Carrie Russell, though, is she kicked butt in America in the Americans that show. If oh, you guys haven't cool show. seen it, oh, it is good. It's yeah, amazing. And she's super badass and she does her own stunts too. So I feel like if they don't, if they don't screw this up in terms of like already by casting her as like a I don't know like I I just I want her to be like cool and badass and kick butt and she's so good at playing like bad and good like you don't know which one she is so I I really hope they don't give her like some of the things I've been reading because that would suck
0: yeah you wouldn't want her to have like the
1: uh I wouldn't want her to be
0: Justin Thoreau type I would want or? her
1: to be the Justin Thoreau type. I don't think they would make her a Justin Thoreau type at this point because, like, they wouldn't have announced her so soon. Like, and I don't know. I don't think they would have done this really if they were planning on just having, like, a split screenshot of her. Yeah. Um. But, like, I don't know. I feel like she'd have more of, like, a Laura Dern level of involvement Um. in terms of, like, how long or, like, how how long she's gonna be on screen and stuff, but um I am I'm, I'm like try I'm like trying to be cautiously optimistic just because I really love Carrie Russell. I think she's super strong as an actress. She's badass. She's good at playing good. She's good at playing bad she's good at playing gray. I love her and the Americans. Um but yeah I'm a little nervous <laughs> about how they're gonna do it. But I also think that she's smart enough to probably hope to not take a role like that where I feel like with Carrie Russell, like, she wouldn't say yes to something that wasn't meaty or good um, in terms of acting. Yeah, I would hope not. I would hope not. Because, like, her her role choices, she's always been really strong at picking roles and, like, not ones that are just kind of, like, meh, like, forgettable. No, like, do you, do you just, remember her role in Mission Impossible, uh, what, three? Three yeah. or four? That was pre-American. Three. Though.
0: Yeah, it was pre-Americans, and she was not three. And boy, the way she went out in that movie, it was it was yeah. creepy. The way like the little explosive exploded behind Jeez. her eye. Ugh. No
3: spoiler. No Freaking spoiler thing. warnings. Like what the hell, man? Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That was like five no, missions impossible like, to go.
3: I like I like Carrie Rose. There's something when I saw the picture, the the uh, the article and uh, the picture that she. There's something Star Wars about her. Yeah, there is something about her. Her persona, not, maybe not persona, but just, just her, her initial look tells me, yeah, if, if Leia had a daughter, she could look like that.
0: Yeah, and she, well, she's got that chameleon effect too. Like she, could, I can imagine her with her hair pulled back into a bun and be a First Order officer. Mm-hmm. And I can picture yep. her in sort of like your more classical rough and tumble Star Wars garb. Like she could be some sort of troop or scavenger type thing. Yeah, very good point. I could yeah. see her
1: rocking like a very um, Jin Erso type. Yeah, of yeah, that outfit, kind of You know,
0: exactly that.
1: But like, yeah. like, like fandom, like
0: mm-hmm. we, we get excited. We're all we're all fans, and we all do crazy things. But like, I'm going to do- say
3: something that that maybe might not be unanimous here, but I think she's probably a better Jin Erso than the one that they got. And I have the thing, I mean, I think she was re- she was good, and there there, there, are, there are parts of. Of uh, what's the actress's name that played Genesis?
0: Felicity Jones. Uh, Felicity
3: Jones. Felicity yeah, Jones. So
1: Felicity. <laughs> that's funny.
3: <laughs> yeah, because Carrie Russell was Felicity, right?
0: Yep, yeah. yeah, yeah, and
3: she so, always will be. Oh, god, <laughs> you lost me at on that one. I never but,
0: watched a minute of that show,
3: but uh, no, just to say like something about Carrie Russell t- just tells me that she could have. Nailed that performance better than 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 Felicity Jones, but um, I still think Felicity Jones was was, was decent in like
0: eighty well, percent thing I can't, of her role. The only thing I don't buy from Felicity Jones is the fact that Jin is supposed to be like twenty one years old. That's not oh yeah, thing. she
1: doesn't look no. Yeah, she looks, she looks
0: a lot older. Yeah, she looks her age. I mean, she looks like she's thirty, which is around what she was when she shot it. I I which just I think is totally at
1: fine too. Like. Why Ooh. not let her be thirty? Yeah, I don't
0: know. Or why not get somebody who's twenty-one years old?
1: Exactly. <laughs> or change the character's age. Like,
0: it's really yeah, not that weird, I, it's, it was it was a little bit bizarre, but that's that's a nitpick. But same thing with Carrie Russell. Like, she, like if she's if she's married Jade, and she's supposed to be Luke's wife. First of all, there's a creepy age gap there, and like there'd be so much different about this version of the character that she'd be marriage aid in name only. Like don't do that. Again, we're talking about dusting off things from the past for, for appeasement's sake. Don't, don't do that. Like I'm sure they're not. I, I, I would be absolutely stunned if they made her marriage aid. I, I'd sooner believe that she turns out to be Ray's mom or Ray's sister somehow like than marriage aid. But here's my question. Like, why do we do this? Like, Luke, Leia, and Vader ended up being related. Now, every time someone comes into the Star Wars lexicon, they have to be related to somebody. Why do we do this? Does anybody have any thoughts on why we do this? Do, do I get to talk
2: about Carrie Russell at all? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Well, I, I just want to say, like, I, I got to say this about her. Like, Kyla kind of said, like, I never really watched Felicity. Never but, really
0: watched? Because that sounds well, no, like I there's nev- some
2: wiggle room I, in there
0: for, like, no, kind of dabbled. I,
2: no, I, I never really. I never watched. The only thing <laughs> I saw, the commercials on TV, right? And I was quite young. I was, I was a late teenager. And I have to say that she had a bit of a profound effect on me in the sense that I've always had a major crush on her for some reason. Like, she seems so nice, so kind, so caring. Like a, Like, she seems so loving, you know, like. And I, I was always drawn to her. And like Carlos had said as well, I feel like – I don't know. She just seems like a good fit for Star Wars and it's hard to put your finger on it. It's like she got that certain je ne sais quoi.
0: She's the girl next door, Corey.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. I just hope she
0: doesn't get the <laughs> Snap's,
2: Snap Wexley treatment. You know, like, hey, I know J.J. I get to be a resistance pilot. You no, know, snap, like, snap
0: Wexley gets the, the J.J. Abrams Snap Wexley treatment.
2: I said I hope she, she's got a significant role and there's uh, there's like Michelle had said as well like her role in the American, she does all her own stunts she was an MI3 like we know that she can hold her own in, in that sense so I hope they play on that I hope that was a prerequisite for the role that she applied for and I, I'm I'm curious to see what they're going to take it like good or bad. And uh I just hope she doesn't get like forced off social media or something, you know?
0: Oh oh
1: god. I'm pretty sure that she after the whole like I didn't watch Felicity either because it was actually like I was in Japan at the time still and it was like a little before my time. Um, but I remember like there was like I remember hearing about the one thing I remember at Felicity is that there was a huge backlash about when her character got her haircut and like literally everyone was just so pissed at her when it's just like dude like it's not my choice um (laughs) but like back then there wasn't instagram and stuff so it wasn't like or twitter it wasn't like it wasn't the level that it is now but like she got so much hate for that so i feel like she would kind of be one of those actors is like been there done that like as bad as when people got pissed at me for cutting my hair in a tv show are you saying that uh
0: felicity fandom is fiercer and more toxic than star wars fandom or are you saying that felicity fandom became star wars fandom
1: no i'm just saying that she's she's been there and she's experienced it i think at this point she's gonna probably be like guys like I went through attack by audience and bullying on like, you know, online and whatever, you know, with haters and stuff like I'm the OG like that happened to me in the 90s. Like you guys can chill like I'm pretty sure she's going to be like, I mean, she might just be like, wow, the level of hate is like very much more accessible and intense. But I'm pretty sure she's like one of those people who has a fairly tough skin and will be like you know what screw you like you people try to do this to me when i was like in my teens and early 20s which is when it's worse when people especially as a woman and people are attacking your appearance like it's really challenging um maybe she's all like like, fight me
0: maybe she's she's ready to fight all these trolls i mean i'm gonna
1: fight her have you seen the americans girl kicks ass man (laughs) Like, don't try to fight Felicity. She will kick your butt. Dude,
2: like she, She's probably worked for this her whole entire life to know that yeah. she has actually a – she had a shot and landed a role in Star Wars. She's probably so stoked. It's like a once in a lifetime.
0: I wonder how many actors get a role in Star Wars and they're just like, cool. I mean nowadays. Like back in the day for sure that was part of it. Hey, I got this part in a, in this space film and they have no clue. But n- like now, like everybody knows Star Wars. Like I wonder how many Dude. people still come at it like, oh. I'm in this picture. Well, it's called. The uh, actors look like, at that. are saying that they're so stiff. Like they're just total I've... pros about it. Like I, I, I got a job to go to, and uh, yeah, it's it's this thing called Star Wars. It's a p- big deal apparently, and I'm not oh, more or name? less excited than any other job I've had.
3: It sounds like Adam Driver to me. That's what Adam Driver probably. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh,
3: no, that's. <laughs> I I
0: think I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but
3: but about about uh, uh I, was, I was gonna call her Felicity Jones, but Carrie Russell. Um, don't you guys see her as probably you know, maybe not Mara Jade, but she could definitely be a badass Jedi?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Or put picture this. This is what I wanted to get off my chest. So I think someone mentioned it in our Facebook group, but I thought of it as well. Imagine a knight of Wren. Like classic unmasking. I'm Carrie with my poofy wavy hair. Take that. Let's fight. Yeah, maybe.
3: Yeah, well. I think she'd maybe. be better as a Jedi. That's just, I, know. Uh, I, I don't know I, about I, her as as a as a new mentor for for Rey. So that's we're not, we're, yeah. not yeah, I, I, on, I, we're not relying on a, on a legacy character.
2: Um,
1: oh, I do like the idea of her as a new mentor yeah. for Rey. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I,
2: I do like that idea. That. It's kind of late in the game for that though, no. Uh, My drone business. <laughs> what is it... So much you want to go yeah, back to even like four jackass. But
1: the thing is, like, it might be. I mean, if, even if you th- say, <laughs> even if we go with that, like, that it's late in the game. Like, consider the fact that Ray hasn't really had proper Jedi training comparatively to the other pe- other Jedi's or other that's what I love
2: parents. about Rey in the sense that like again if you go back to the third lesson like Luke like explains to her like there's nothing you can do about saving these people it's the way of life and blah 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 yeah, was, but she was, acts anyway she acts of her own okay. accord and now that she has the books to herself and is able to study and reinterpret what they could possibly mean to her like I think she's going to come up with this whole new way of utilizing the force and staying on the good side just Oh, yeah, able to I walk totally, her own path and create it for herself.
1: I totally don't disagree with you at all. And just, I was just saying, like, you know, in terms of the fact that she hasn't had a traditional, in terms of the universe, like training. So even if Felicity, Felicity, why am I keep calling her Felicity? um Carrie <laughs> Russell's character. It's because I'm looking at a Felicity thing on my computer. Um, Carrie Russell's character, even if she is coming, if she is coming in to be like a last minute or like a late stage trainer, I think it would still kind of be, it would make sense because she hasn't, she needs that, I I guess like that, uh, inspiration in terms of like an ins- not like an instructor but someone who's gonna like inspire her in a way of being like yes the things that you're studying the things that you're feeling they are valid they are true here's a way you can refine it to make it even better like she might seek out someone who or get an introduction to someone who might be like a really fierce female warrior that she can kind of I don't know, like learn from or whatever, in terms of the fact that like there aren't really that many. I, I would really love to see a female Jedi, or she's not a Jedi, or whatever the thing that Rey is, like female strong Force user, to also be kind of have a moment where she is trained by a female who is imagine, in her position. Um, um,
3: uh, imagine if if she she comes on screen and she's like I, I've been I've been in the Outer Rim, but I was trained by a former Jedi. And her name was
2: the
1: <gasps> Yes. Can we please? How I would, old is I she? Now? Like how, down dead? I would, how would die. How old is
2: Is, is, uh, is Felicity more? She's <laughs> I think she's no,
0: she's, early. she's two years older early. than
3: I am. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense, actually. Like, so
2: that puts her right around. Like you guys said, I, I think the most interesting plot point to me. She's forty-two. Like again, I think you're really being like, like Kyle said, like a, a common Star Wars character with like, you know, the clothes that just match the galaxy and all that. But I, I think the inter- most interesting one aside from being a Jedi would be it's a it's it's a stretch, but Kylo knows these people, the Knights of Wren. What if this Knight of Wren in particular is a junker, is a drunkard, you know, and it's her parents, but it's still a knight of wren and the unmasking, like it could be it could be that as well, you know, like, just this female presence, like, here's your parents, like, here's your mom. Yeah,
1: would it would be, be kind so of cool scary. to have a female villain.
2: Oh, I definitely want female Knights of Ren. I don't want it to be an all-male crew, you know?
1: No sausage oh, yeah. party on the Knights of Ren. And we haven't seen an unmasking of Knights of Ren before.
2: Nope, we know nothing.
1: So, you know, a good unmasking is really and, awesome.
2: And we're really, really, really led to believe that... One of those people, uh, or the Seven Knights of Ren, were taken with Kylo when the temple was destroyed. So we really are speculating they're Force users as well, you know?
0: Yeah. Very possible. I, I, I wonder why, though, then, why then would they give up their lightsabers for those broad axes and barbaric melee weapons?
2: Maybe it's Kylo's decision because like
0: I'm the only one who gets a lightsaber me <laughs> that, is, that is possible uh, I, I do like all these possibilities for, for Carrie Russell I
1: hope that she has a, a sizable role ooh I have an, a, a thing um, so just tying this into what we were talking about earlier about Yavin 4 and like the whole thing um since they might be f- filming there, and we're saying like they, they could possibly go back to Gavin 4. Maybe do you think that um, since, and we're saying like Poe is, uh, Poe po is from there, and he was like, the kid of two what, rebel soldiers from Yavin Ford. Like maybe that's and where we meet team. her. Maybe they go back there to like he's like, oh yo, like I found this girl. I, I know this girl. She can train you. <laughs> and then they go back to Yavin Four to find her. She's been there the whole time.
0: We <laughs> left her there. So it's like and then they can do they can do standalone movies of Carrie Russell and it's called like Home Alone in Space. Yes. <laughs> well, think
2: of it from this late too. If you think about it like calling on things like that. The Force tree was burnt in the last Jedi gone, but the remnants of it remain now on Yavin 4 as well. Like it's like it was kind of like all everything that comes is like cut from that one tree. I'm left to assume, no, or left to believe.
0: Well, the Force tree that Luke has in shattered empire, like nobody had found Came from Coruscant. That What's that? No, it yeah, it was a it was a tree from the Jedi Temple.
2: Yeah, but I think we're led to believe that All those trees originate from the original forestry, you know, which seems to be on
0: Acto. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't know that that's really what's going on because nobody knew where Acto was for for years and years and years and years. It makes it so special.
2: The tree on, on Coruscant was pretty massive as well
0: interesting thought it's it, it is
2: possible. but they
1: do I did read though that um apparently like they the one thing that they've talked about in terms of Carrie Russell's role is that it's supposed to be in quotes action heavy. That's so good.
5: Nice. whatever we want whatever
1: that. role that she's got I just read that on um nerdist. So anything like that she's supposed any role that she would be involved in would have to have a lot of action involved. So yeah.
3: I like. You're entering
1: exactly. Nerdist. <laughs> yep. Oh, Nerdist has had some issues lately, but let's not talk about that lately in here. Anyway, um, yeah. So action heavy. So that'd be cool. That's like, cool. I'm yeah. Down with I, that I, man. I, I, but then that the thing is, like, if they didn't give her an action heavy role, they would totally be like missing a huge opportunity. Sure.
2: Agreed. She's, she's totally so agree.
1: talented. And She'd like
2: haldified.
1: I mean, seriously. Plus, like, any time you can have, like, I mean, I know with Star Wars, like, their their FX budget is huge and they have so many stunts and stunt people and stuff. But, like, as if they can have it, it, the, the, the thing about having an actor do their own stunts and, like, the shots don't have to be as com- yeah. composited and post and stuff. Because, yeah, like, there yeah. are movies that are good, like, that you've seen that are, like, oh, these are so awesome. But then they cut and then you know, like... Immediately, when it's a stunt person, and you're just and the editing is just so bad, and you're like, Ugh,
2: continuity is Pulling like the, me out the of editing, this story,
1: thanks. Yeah, um, yeah, I had one of those movies with i Tonya, like, I loved that movie, like, I was I, a lot more than I expected. But every time there was like a like an ice skating jump or something, like I knew it wasn't Margot Robbie, and it was the body type wasn't <laughs> the same, so I was just like, well, it's not hers, and it's just like that you does know, pull you out, you see, it pulls you out of the story, so like. And with Star Wars, there's already, like, now at this point, like, because there are so many more recognizable faces in the universe of what we're watching, so it's nice to be able to have even just, even if it's just the fact that she's going to be doing more of her own stunts, like, I'm sure she won't do all of them, but if she, if she does, that's super even more awesome, but, like, just making sure that even, like, the last thing, like, you, there's that you don't get pulled out of the story, which is like, I am so happy about that. Yeah. Like I respect anything who, anyone who wants to make sure that we stay in the story so that like, you know, we can enjoy it in the way that they want us to.
0: Absolutely. So I, I just had this thought before we, before we take a break here, we are talking about Luke and Ahsoka. I would love to see Ahsoka come back, meet Luke. Like that's my, my number one, the meeting I want to happen the most. But I would love for Ahsoka to then become Luke's master. Oh, bypass. I would love that.
2: Head straight to Ray. Come on. Like look at everything that well, happened okay, with uh, Luke. Uh, like Ahsoka Luke doesn't this, need a master. Okay,
0: yeah, prosthetics, CG, all that stuff. But Ahsoka in this timeline now, in episode nine, would be and depending on how far forward they jump, she'd be 65, 70 years old. So? Mm. You don't need Carrie Russell for that. No, you're right. You're you're getting Carrie. Oh, Russell. so you're you're, you're, gonna... you're
2: speculating like Carrie Russell as Ahsoka.
0: Well, that wasn't my speculation. That was one of one of you three. <laughs> I, I, I no, was... I didn't
3: say that. I I said that.
0: I didn't say that. Cool. We were talking about Ahsoka being involved.
3: I, I was speaking. I was speaking. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: sorry no, I was dude saying,
3: no I was saying no I was saying uh, that uh, it would be cool if she introduces herself to Rey and says that she was trained by Ahsoka oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not that uh, or not even she would say something like Je- Jedi Master Tano or something like that and then everybody would have a shit fit it would be fantastic it I'd would love be it. yeah
0: and I, I would still sh- yeah that's valid and even like I would still love for Luke to, to train at Ahsoka's side because he Like Ahsoka seems to have, when she abandoned the Jedi and the path that she eventually forged for herself, it seemed to be much truer to what a Jedi, what we think a Jedi ought to be. And Luke was obviously on that path too, so I would love to see that Luke pick that up from Ahsoka, and it would be a nice, it would be a nice little dovetailing of uh, Ahsoka learned from Anakin, and then later on she taught Anakin's son. I think there's like a, a, a nice arc there.
2: Yes, but the fact that we know where Luke ends up, like everything that happens, I think Ahsoka kind of rose above that all. Like she kind of went through through something similar in the sense with Anakin, like you had said. Luke dealt with uh, Kylo, so Luke having uh, like reacted the way he did, like granted, again I understand it, but having trained under Ahsoka, I think he would have went down a different path. I, I want to see Ahsoka more. Yeah either with Rey or in things prior, but not training with Luke. Anybody
0: else?
3: No, I think I I interjected enough.
0: Shut up, Carlos. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I remain unconvinced, Corey. I still want to see Ahsoka with Luke at some point. Point for me. Moving on. Uh, let's, let's Let's grab our break. And uh, we'll come back. We'll, we're still kind of in this transitionary phase. So we're going to take a look at... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at the clock once we get back here. And uh, we'll see how many of these qu- voicemails and questions we can get to. And then, uh, as we, as we said in the last couple of weeks, we're kind of building towards a new format. So we're not going to do all of our listener questions. But we're going to slowly chip away at the backlog. And, um, yeah, and, and we'll, we'll build up something new and great from all this. So... Hang on, give us a second here. We're going to go refresh and uh, we'll be back with another rousing edition of Ads Edition.
6: Evening, folks. So it's been a busy, busy week. Um, I've totally hooked into the audiobook of Ready Player One. Uh, I've not seen the film and I wanted to read the book first. Absolutely loving it. Fully recommend that to anyone out there who hasn't yet. Um, So I haven't actually listened to last week's show. Uh, First time ever, I think, that I've sent a question in having not heard the show before. So, looking forward to catching up, not just on this show, but also last week's as well, um, next week. Okay, so, a question. You move house, you get a bigger house. There's a room, and you're allowed to do whatever you want with that room. So, which Star Wars themed uh, location would you turn your room into perhaps the cantina um the wampas lair um maybe a part of a certain ship whatever you want you have to turn this room into a part of star wars so over to you and i will look forward to listening to two episodes presently take care have a good show Bye.
0: And there goes ads. We love ads here. We have all time kinds of time for ads. And let's let's do this one more time, guys. And it should be easy for you three because I trust that you've been thinking about this since you're all in new places now. So you've moved hmm. into your new place and you you before you move in, it's all empty. And of course, I know because you're huge Star Wars fans, one of these places is going to get decked out like a true blue Star Wars world. So Corey, I'm going to come to you first on this. What Which room are you picking, and what is it going to look like when you're done?
2: Well, from a hypothetical standpoint, like, I know where my room's going to be now. It's going to be this hobbit hole or the loo, the loophole. But, uh, yeah, I've definitely thought about it a lot. Um, let, let's start with a little loophole. Like, oh. it wouldn't be the show without one. Come on. And we say room in the house, but, you know, we're buying a property. So... You know, in that regard, like there's no limits really. Like so, I'm choosing this fictional place where I have quite a bit of land and all the money in the world, and it's gonna be like my backyard's gonna look like uh, the wedding on Naboo in like a Lake Como setting. I build myself a canal, a little lake, mountains, all this <laughs> stuff. So wow. that, that would, yeah, that's that's my number one. But uh, if I had to take it to the house, I really like adds addition in the sense that the cantina is pretty good. Like, got to get a bar in the house, just a little mini bar, you know, if you're having a little party, you know, so cool, like just to chill around, especially down here in my basement would be so cool with the stove and like the TV, if the hockey game's playing or Star Wars, whatever, you know. But if I could really boil it down, I think it's going to be. On Bespin, Cloud City, get that hallway, that black and white pattern that leads into your theater, you know, metal doors and that those blue and orange hues of Vader in the like that, the carbon freezing room, freezing room, basically. Like, I think that would is very it reminds me of a theater, basically those stairs, those steps, you know, so. I think that would really come on. I think it could look really cool in someone's house. You just turn that around into this really cool theater.
0: That'd be pretty rad. All right, Carlos, I'm coming to you next.
3: So, um, I'm going to loophole this too. So I'm going to have two rooms and the first one is going to be, uh, a white an this orange one. room, the BB-8 style room.
1: Ooh, sweet!
3: Uh, with one wall that's just completely orange with two black stripes on it, to uh, to represent Poe's X-wing. That's right. Uh, so so it's a, yeah, it's a BB-8 and Poe room. But I would also uh, use a, a Jedi mind trick to. Uh, <laughs> To uh, force, uh, if I was ever stupid enough to get married, uh, to force uh, my wife to um, uh, decorate our, our living room like Snoke's throne room.
0: That so is minimal living, like... my friend.
3: <laughs>
0: that is minimal minimalist <laughs> decor. Oh, no, no, those reds
2: it's... are pretty nice.
3: <laughs> the reds, I like the reds. Uh, the, the, the red velvet curtain uh, kind of looks... It's like a home theater, so I would use that for like my living room slash uh, home theater for for the living room. So that's I, I would go for the two four. I would go for the twofer and and uh, loophole it that way.
2: No, Naboo backyard.
3: Yeah, what, he, go for the three Corey, fur, man. Seriously, Corey. Like seriously, uh, people <laughs> have had enough of you. It's
2: enough. Oh. Orange oh. wall. I'm gonna put an orange wall with two stripes. <laughs>
0: All right, Michelle, you're up. You get to follow that up.
1: <laughs> well, mine's boring because like are we, are we, we're talking about like room rooms like that we are going to have in our house, right? Because I have. That's the way I approached it. Right? Like not like mythical rooms that we could have because like that I can come up with a million of. But um, being that I am like a writer slash book blogger um, in my spare time slash not my spare time all my time. <laughs> um my nerd room is actually my guest room slash office and um basically it has a pull-out couch where my mom sleeps when she's visiting which is where she is now and um the entire pretty much the entire room is like covered in bookshelves uh ikea bookshelves the billy ones if you would like to know um like all bookstagrammers book blogger life yeah they're the best they're They're so so easy to make too because like once you kind of learn how to make them, like my mom was like, my mom was like, wait, this is, and I was just Ikea like, furniture. I can make anyway. Side side note, yeah. Anyway, they're really great. Um, but yeah. So it's that, and then I have all of my books, and they're in. I'll like I have them in like rainbow, like art. Roy R- R- Biv. So like each, <laughs> it's really yes. weird. Anyway, R- one G-Biv. side. And it's not just my books, it's also my candles. So like all of my red candles are with my red books and my yellow candles are with my yellow books and et cetera, et cetera. But I also have like the left side is all black. Well, the the very top of my shelf is all my white books. And then to the side, it starts with like my darker books. It starts with black going into navy. So at the top of all the black and navy shelves is my Star Wars shelf. So I usually, I put all of my Star Wars books, well, not all of them, but all almost all of them, um, up there. Uh, and then I have all my candles and then I have my little black series porgs and other cute things. And then I also have my scum and villainy cantina, um, uh, stuff that from when I, like now it's, I heard that now in LA, like it's a, like, it's an all, all, all times place you can go to. Like they made an official one, but I went back when it was like, um, just a pop-up. And it was like, I think I went the last month, which was like last year, July. Um, And then they gave you these little tokens when you left that like allowed you to come back one more time the next month. And they also gave us these really cool um, beer glasses and stuff. So I have those in my on my shelves, too. And um, I'm hoping like right now in terms of how I'm going to make it even more nerdy is that I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit all my Star Wars art in there. So I might move some of it in the living room but I haven't decided yet mainly because I live alone so I can kind of make my entire apartment a nerd like it's not really like a nerd room it's like a nerd apartment because I also have shelves in my kitchen that are like my leather bound like special edition and art books so all of my like art of Star Wars type books and my coloring books are in the shelves that are on in my like entryway um
0: does all of this look like anything from like is it
1: no no it doesn't it's it's just it's (laughs) just all your stuff star wars stuff just laid out but it's basically just like at this point like i don't have enough space to make like one full room a star wars room unless i make like my closet like and it's just (laughs) it's so difficult like i mean i do have a closet that's attached to my nerd with to my office which i could make into a nerd room But I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of fabric from when I tried to make a cupboard under the stairs at my old apartment because I had one of those in my bedroom and I wanted to make it into like a Harry Potter nook reading area. But then I gave up like after three months of trying to soundproof it. So um, I don't know. I want to make a room, but I just I still rent and I don't have a family like space like Canada. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) But I think
2: the question was (laughs) hypothetical in a sense that I was just kind of asking like, if you could set up a room in your house like a scene from star wars like what would it be like the cantina or like you know like uh maz's castle or like you know if you if you could choose a room and be like i'm decoring that room like this theme
1: yeah
0: i've got i've got two good answers yeah
1: i'm gonna why don't you go first? I'm going to rethink that. Because I was, like, taking it in terms of, like, your nerd room. What would you call it? And I was like, well, I have one. It's my office. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but it's really hard because, like, at this point, like, I have so many fandoms that I love. Like, I love Star Wars. Yeah, you'll, Human, you'll never decide.
0: It'll just be the mishmash of everything. Really,
1: it's really challenging. Like, I need, at this point, I need, like a like, a 50-bedroom house with like different bathrooms, like kind need, of like a you hotel. need Buckingham
0: Palace, is what you need.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Or like one of those motels where like every room is a different theme. And like I can do different themes of Star Wars. And like that would actually be a really cool hotel that we if we like had like a desert property out here in like Los Angeles and you could just like get it and then each room can be like a different Star Wars themed room. And then you can have like um I don't know, Jaku outside.
2: <laughs> yeah it's kind of like I, I kind of feel like the the venture they're doing with this whole Disney project, you know, like uh, the park, the interactive oh, tour.
1: To edge.
2: Yeah, it's like the first West World in a way.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, I, I'll tell you what. In my rooms, I'm not I'm not going to Tatooine or Jakku. Like that's the if, the if I can have if I'm if this is hypothetical and I can build any room I want, why would I take the worst of the worst? Yeah. yeah. Why would way, you take that? My my. So I'm. I don't know if it's a loophole, but I've got like a room. Loophole? It's a living room area, and it looks—it's going to look a lot like Palpatine's office. It's going to have—it's going to have, <laughs> have that—the the red carpeting, the red walls, lots of seating. For sure, he's got some of the finest uh imbibements of, in the galaxy in there, for sure. And he's got
2: that's, Austin Powers bed.
0: Sure, Corey, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and it's going to back see you out. said, the red wall. It's gonna back out onto a nice open balcony, like we see in Padme's apartment. That you know, that's, that circular open balcony where all those corny love scenes happen. It's where the, that deleted scene I, it's, I think it's a deleted scene. Um,
1: the yellow walled room.
0: It it, well, it overlooks the cor- the Coruscant skyline. It's it's yeah where they have where Anakin and Padme have that conversation, or even Obi Wan and Padme have that conversation about uh, oh the the
1: really big wide one.
0: Yeah, where he says oh Anakin's the father, isn't he? Like that room, the, the Oh
1: okay,
0: yep. Mm-hmm. I would that would be my balcony.
1: That's really pretty. Like, why
0: would I why why choose Jakku stuff or tattooing stuff as junk? Aim high, people.
2: <laughs> yeah. Naboo backyard. Come on, I'm building a lake, man.
3: Uh, I have one more, if, if you you'd allow me the indulgence. Of course. Uh, so my back deck, uh, mm-hmm. I like the, the look of, uh, you know, scorched wood. Yep. So I'd, I'd have like uh, my whole back deck would be like scorched wood, and I'd have a jacuzzi in the middle of the deck. Uh, also it's scorched wood, but like one of the sides would be glass, and it would be like my back to tank from most the <laughs> yes. as as my jacuzzi
0: for my backyard there you go. <laughs> that'd be very nice oh you nice. know what
1: i think that um i have one that i can make one is that my closet has a lot of um cape room vibes oh, i will say that
5: nice, nice. Solid. my
1: closet is legit like cape room vibes like i have this really cool blue velvet type like fabric that i i just need to like do that a little bit and it's legit that i have literally got that idea right now i'm like i'm gonna make it into a little bit more cape roomy because there you go. the way that it's organized is literally just the same way that it's my clothes are organized in um in my closet is the same way of like the way that his capes are organized by like I don't know it's just very similar like I saw an image of it and I was like that's like my closet so yeah I might do that <laughs> that would be cool well, the
0: closest I came in solo was Dryden Voss's office
1: oh that's that was cool
0: that would be a pretty cool place to be too just to have all those artifacts up there and Pal- Palpatine has in his office has some pretty rad artwork and artifacts as well so you can't that lose. ship cool all right are we do we have any more
1: Mm, um, I just also just would like side note would really love like sometime in the future like if I did get to make a room or like if we do I just want a lot of I just want to like put I want to make a room that's it doesn't actually have to be like Padme's apartment but just like a lot of her clothing from the movie I just want to collect all of it <laughs> it's beautiful. Like as a person who used to work in fashion, like I'm just like, where is all that cool like Star Wars high fashion? Like I would like that back. It's all on Canto bite uh, now. I know it's and but the thing is, like they weren't even like that grand on Canto bite It just looked like, you know, a casino. Like not. I mean, there were some other stuff, but like not the level of like. Yeah, and I know the Padme was royalty and whatever, to, like, but royalty. like, I mean, just everything that she wore and the makeup and the hair and like. I mean, it was just beautiful. Like I was super into it. I would like to see the most intricate costumes. Oh yeah. Like I, I would love to see some of that costuming come back at some point. I mean, I don't know how and what storyline it would, but um, hopefully someday.
0: (laughs) Super rad stuff.
1: Oh man. Just so cool.
0: All right. Well ads, there you go, my friend. And we'll get, we'll get to, I, I think we're done for this week. I think we've put in our time this week and, uh, We're going to chop some wood and get to to all the other questions over time. As I said, as we uh, transition formats, Tumbling Saber is evolving, folks. And you guys are all part of it. And I'm excited to see what what, uh, comes next out of this. But that's it for this week. We're done. We're done irresponsibly speculating and throwing ice water on fandom flames. We're done with all that this week. All right. Uh, A couple thank yous to Rob Wade. Thanks for sharing this on Emotionally 14, my friend. And don't forget, check out the Crazy Train podcast. I've got an episode in the queue for Monday this week. And uh, again, say I want to say hi to everybody listening on Dark Sky Radio, and thanks to Jeremy there for playing this show on Friday nights at 9 p.m. And uh, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna plug our friends over at Star Wars Commonwealth. We've got nine great podcasts. Not I I won't name them this week, but go check it out for yourself at StarWarsCommonwealth.com. And uh, I'm, I'm sure. You will find at least at least a couple podcasts uh, to add to your playlist there. If this is your first time listening, that's this is my recommendation. Go straight to Star dot or just look it up on iTunes. And that's it. We are coming back this week with some Sith disturbers, and like we said last week, or our, in our last episode, uh, we are talking about our favorite comic book villains. So I know uh, Matthew Salvatore sent in his list, and we'll go through that. But if you want to send in yours. Uh, do that. You can send it to me by email, and we'll read that out on the show. And uh, I, I can't wait to get to your guys' lists. I hope we don't have too much overlap, but we'll, we'll get there. And if you want to hear Sith Disturbers, uh, you can do that by becoming a powerful friend. We've just hit a milestone. Help us help get us to our next one. So you can do that for just a couple dollars a month, and you'll get the exclusive Sith Disturbers podcast, early access to a whole bunch of more podcasts, and you'll be part of our prize draws. And I, I think we're ready to reveal our next prize. I just sent you guys a picture and our Ooh. Facebook Messenger group. Pretty rad little prize. We got up this month, we have the Black Series Centerpiece Collection. It's X-Wing Luke. Looking all triumphant on top of a collapsed at-at foot with an explosion. This thing's battery-operated. It lights up. It, it, this thing looks legit rad.
2: Yeah, I remember that Centerpiece Luke, so not the
0: X-Wing Luke. No, no, no. I have, I have... I've got a couple of those, Corey.
1: Oh, man. That looks so cool. Yeah, so I'll be happy like, to
0: send that out to one of our great, powerful friends. And if you want to do that, you can just check out patreon.com slash tumbling saber, and you'll be in the draw as well.
1: You can even make it like your your nightstand light night table light i don't know it lights up guys it's freaking cool it
0: does light up it looks it look. it's awesome i bought myself it's one yams. it looks really really cool it's amazing perfect perfect Let's for thanksgiving
2: dinner
1: oh yeah you need to put that in the centerpiece like yeah, here are is. the yams and here's luke cutting them for you <laughs> the yams all are right.
0: mashed- uh, hey, guys with on. all this being okay, said need to go. <laughs> michelle where do we find you on on the old twitter machine
1: on the Twitter machine, you can find me at tediously underscore brief, which is also my personal handle for Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook at Michelle Grandine, uh, or in the uh, closed Facebook group. You can find me in there. Um, and the last thing you can find me on is the bookstagram, which is like a book blog slash my collection updates in real time, photographically, with a really long blog entry, which is at Traveling Book Nerds, all one word. And you can find me at those places.
0: Cool. Corey. Well, Kyle. Yeah, remind me we tell we, you. We, we don't know. Well,
2: <laughs> let me tell you. Hang on. Michelle, Carlos, everybody, you can find me at Chop Rules with a Z. Come on. Carlos. Wow.
3: You can find me at C Candido music on Twitter and Instagram. You could uh, also look for me on Facebook. I uh, just look up Carlos Candido, follow my music page. Um, I usually uh, I'm back in the swing of things. So I'm uh, uploading uh, cover songs and, and videos um, of just me playing alone and having a grand old time in my new place. Yeah, and um, and that's it. Or uh, Carlos Candido Music uh, dot com. You can uh, stream uh, my EP, The Angels EP, live. And if you want to, you can actually buy it, and that would actually help me put uh, food on the table for three hungry kids.
0: Thank you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Jeez. Did
1: you just blah blah We're hungry local kids? Artists.
0: <laughs> Corey blah blah artists and hungry kids yeah well I, 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 actually I singled out
2: Carlos really in particular, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right um, and yeah. you can find me at Tumbling Sabre on Twitter on Instagram and come check out our closed Facebook group. This is your invitation to come join us and hang out in there. It's been pretty busy lately and it's gonna it's bound to get busier as as resistance approaches and the Star Wars news machine starts heating up again. So come do that I I just knock on the door and I'll let you right on in and uh, that's it. So knock on the door. Come and knock on the oh.
1: door. <laughs> also, if anyone wants to unseat me as the reigning champ of the fantasy movie league tumbling saber group, I mean, oh, you I know, keep
0: forgetting about that completely. You can join it,
1: but I'm kicking butt. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yep. you can check that out too. That I'm sure that's a lot of fun. I need to go remind myself to check that out. And uh, there you go. That's it. That is episode 134. Yeah, 134 is done in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon.
4: Struggle for the answers. Questions frighten me. Circles getting wider. It's harder just to see.